Welcome back to No Secrets, guys. I'm Tyler. And I'm Christina. <laughs> that was so, a weird intro, but let's keep going. <laughs> so today, I thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation about, or it's a conversation starters for couples. So I think it's going to be interesting because we've been together for a while, and there's probably things in here that we've already discussed, but there might be things that we haven't discussed. Are you up for the challenge? Yeah, let's just jump right in. Okay, so I'll ask first, and then we'll both answer. Sounds good? Perfect. Okay, what's something that you are dreading? Something I'm dreading is the future. Why? Because it's it's the unknown. You don't know what you're getting into. You don't know. I don't know if well, I'm... Are you not excited for growth? No, I am, I'm excited for growth, but it's the future. I don't know if... Three years from now, I'm going to be set. You know, I'm in a, a career that I'm happy I can move up in and things like that. I, it's scary because, you know, the kids that we possibly could have, are they going to come out healthy? Are they going to come out sick? Are they going to come out with Down syndrome, autism? Are they going to come out completely healthy? Are they going to, they're going to come out where they have cancer in two years? It's just the scary. When you, anything can happen, you know. I could get in a car accident three weeks from now. And so be, depressing. And be, and be a paraplegia or quadriplegic. There's just, it's scary because you don't know what it holds for you. So me, I'm dreading having kids. I'm dreading it, but I want it, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm, I'm excited to be a parent. I'm excited to be a mom one day. But I'm dreading it at the same time just because, first of all, like you and I, we've already discussed, like, when we have kids, how we want to be, how... You know, we don't want to give them everything. You know, they kind of have to work for it, you know, get good grades and stuff like that. But kids nowadays, they're just like, they're bad. And I feel like no matter what you and I can do, like, they're still going to back talk. I mean, I, I think we may be able to control them to an extent. But, like, look at kids now. Like, they're having sex in middle school. Middle school, I was playing with Barbie dolls and babies with my niece like that was the norm back then like middle school nowadays like i was just watching a video the other day that um guys were guessing the ages of girls and the girl will be 12 years old and they're guessing that they're 18 years old like they just grow up so fast like i think that's what i'm but i think i'm dreading it because of fear of how fear of bringing that child into the world and the experiences they're going to experience and they they shouldn't experience something too young and they shouldn't experience something too old okay your turn the question um tell me about a time you almost died okay this is about to get like really deep because there's nothing that like i've never gotten really sick to where i almost died nothing like that oh this is oh no secrets you guys are about to really get it in some people in my family don't even know this so when i was in my um my past relationship I was really depressed and even suicidal. Like, there was times where I thought about how I wanted to die. Well, one day, my ex was driving in the car, and I opened the door on the highway, and I was trying to jump out of the car. Like, I just, I wanted to be done with life. Um, I think that right there is the time that I've almost died. Right? So, like, when that's, you, you tried, you... You wanted to jump out the car? Yeah, I wanted to. I just, I was tired of life. I I felt like, like, 
I don't know if I told this to the podcast. I know I've told you this multiple times. Back then, I didn't believe in love. I didn't believe that you can legit love somebody. And I felt like what people say is love is you just learn to live with that person. You just learn to tolerate them. You learn to live with them. You learn to make them your partner. I really didn't believe in actually loving someone. And I realized that when I was willing to share my food with you. Like, I don't like sharing my food. Um, but I was just, I was so done, you know, with the abuse and the fighting and the controlling and, you know, just being, there was just a lot going on in my mind. I just, I just felt like there was nothing, like I wasn't needed on this earth anymore. I was just done with it. And I wanted, I opened the car and he was fighting to hold me in. Like he wasn't like, yeah, get out of here. Like it wasn't that way at all, but yeah. So at the time he didn't want you to commit suicide either. No, no. Um, the time you almost died. Time I almost died. I mentioned this in the podcast, and I think the meet and greet one of the meet and greet episodes where I had a really bad staph infection. Uh, staph infection actually kills more people a year than HIV. You did mention that as well. Um. So. So how did that make you feel, like knowing that you had that? I mean. And it, that you could have passed from that. Like, what were your thoughts? Because you were young still. You were a young adult. Yeah. Uh. At the time, you know, when you're having it, you don't think anything about it. You just, the doc, every dermatologist I went to said it was just eczema. So I thought it was eczema. Come to find out it's not eczema. And I've been dealing with this blood virus that's going through my veins for a year, two years, or something like that. I don't remember how long. But it's crazy because I should be, I should be dead. It kills so people. So it's a, a low-key blessing slash luck or whatever you want to call it. Or I just have, that you, you know, made it. like Wolverine healing oh God. cells. We're on to the next. Um, Is it my turn to read? Yeah, your turn. What is the biggest betrayal you have ever experienced? I'm answering? Yes. The biggest betrayal I ever experienced. Hmm. I don't think I've had one where... I can't sit here and say, I've cut this person off because of X, Y, Z. You don't have to necessarily cut someone off, but it could be like, wow, that really hurt. You know, it, it could because you could get betrayed by anybody. No, you're you know, right. Family, but... friends. Yeah. So, fam- What was your biggest betrayal? So family, friends. I don't, I don't think I have one. I don't think I, I don't think, at least not yet. I'm only 27, so I'm sure I'll have one, but I don't have one at this time. What about yours? Um, my biggest betrayal, I would say. Oh, there's actually a couple of them. Um, in my heart that I feel. Oh, I'm about to really spill some tea. Okay. So when my ex and I, when I left my ex and I was, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to grow for the better, obviously, because it wasn't a healthy relationship. Obviously, I was wanting to, you know, hurt myself and whatnot. But my biggest betrayal would be he started saying lies about me. And my friends at the time were actually starting to believe the things he was saying. And then I found out that, you know, uh, one of the friends who I was actually pretty close to for a while... um, moved in with him shortly after I left. Like, you know, if that's not a betrayal, I don't know what is. Yeah. Um, 
then after that, I mean, it's kind of a big betrayal because it is family at the end of the day. But my sister and I aren't close. Like, we, we just aren't close. I don't know if it's the age difference. I don't know if it's we just live different lives. Because, I mean, my little brother's younger than me. And she's close to my younger brother. Um, I don't know what it is. But she found out why I left and what happened. And she still decided to keep a relationship with him. After everything, you know. And I just feel like, dang, you know, at the end of the day, I'm your blood. I'm your sister. You know, not not that you should be on my side or whatnot, but you're my sister, not his sister. You know, regardless that him and I aren't close, or her and I aren't close or super close, at the end of the day, that's my sister. So, I just feel like that should have been cut. So, you just named two. Which one's more a larger betrayal? Um... Honestly, if I had to pick, I would say my sister just because it is my sister. You know, like, that's... Even though her and I aren't close and we really don't talk, like... Talking once a month wouldn't even give... Wouldn't even be close to how often we talk. Um, But I I think that's the worst. Because, you know, I feel like it would be different if it was, you know... If, if it was her daughter that went through that, you know, or if it was somebody else in the family that went through that, I feel like maybe ties would have been cut off. I don't know. I, I think it's her. You know, friends come and go. Family's supposed to be there forever. Forever, yeah. Okay, your turn to read. Oh, my turn. Um, What's most embarrassed? What's... They, had, they have a typo. What most embarrassing thing has happened to you while having sex? Um, have I had one with you? It was mean. I don't know if you've had one, but I've had one. I don't know if I've had one. <coughs> Excuse me. Want me to go first while you think? I'll go while you think. Okay. So, me and you, it was with you. Uh, we're getting down, getting what'd jiggy with it. What'd you do? What'd and you I, um, the TV was on. <laughs> and I turned and looked at the TV, right? <laughs> and then with your feet, you grabbed my head and faced it back towards you. Oh, no, there's a backstory to that. Yeah, that's... Okay, but why, why was that embarrassing? Because I got caught watching TV while having sex. <laughs> and that's why it's embarrassing. See, the backstory to that is because, like, you told me how... It came to a point in time with your ex. Oh, I'm about to spill beans. My bad. Sorry, because this is definitely your beans. No, go right ahead. But you'd be, like, tired of doing it or tired of whatever, and you'd uh just start watching TV. And I was like, no, this is not happening with me. I'm going to straight. Nope. Not happening. Um, Most embarrassing thing. Can I change it to not while having sex? I don't think there's something while having sex. Yeah, I suppose sex. you can change the whole but question. But I mean, it's similar. It's it's. No, go right ahead. Change the whole question. No, no, it's not changing the question, but because I I really don't. I guess I'll skip it. Cause <clears throat> I don't. Like, you skipped yours. You skipped one. All right, so that's fine. 
You want me to skip it instead? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Um. What are you battling that you don't tell anyone about? Um. Dang, you smacked all in the mic. No, I went like you know, like you like with your tongue. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I battle that I don't tell people is my anxiety. I don't have really bad anxiety, but I do have anxiety where where some days I just don't want to do anything. And then there's some days where I'm just full of energy, you know, going to go, 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 go. But the days that I don't want to do anything, I guess, are, are more of a struggle than others because uh, – like my YouTube for channel, for instance, at the beginning of my YouTube channel, I, uh, I honestly, I'm sure everybody who's ever cr- created a YouTube channel thought, you know, instant blow up, I'm going to be famous and everything, right? And it didn't happen overnight. I mean, it's still not happened. I'm still nobody. But I thought it would. And it was just, it's discouraging. And then anxiety hits and you're, man, like, why am I doing this? I'm wasting time and wasting money on this. It's not, I'm having fun, but at the end of the day, you know, nobody else is enjoying my content. And uh, so I think anxiety is the biggest thing that I don't tell people about. What about you? Um, I have two things. Um, something that I've always dealt with when I was younger. Or not when I was younger. Something I've always dealt with um, was depression. And I don't tell anybody about it because there's... If I'm, okay, so when I was depressed and I was, like, in that dark time to where the point where I wanted to hurt myself and whatnot. Back in your relationship? I should have, yes. I should have asked, you know, for help and talked to somebody. But, like, even now, and you see I go through it sometimes where days where I'm just depressed and I don't know why. I'm down and I don't know why and I'm, and I struggle. But I don't broadcast that to everyone or post about it and and ask for help from everyone because I feel like there's always someone else out there that has it worse than I do. Now, like I said, I will admit I should have not broadcasted it but asked for help when I was that down to the point where I wanted to hurt myself. Um, But I feel like I hide that well too because... You know, a lot of people look at me or they'll look at my Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and they'll think, oh, she's, you know, super happy and full of life. and She gets everything she wants. bubbly and, and whatnot. Um, but that's not always the case. And then, of course, I also battle uh, with very bad anxiety. And I think anxieties came after my toxic relationship I had. Um, which you've seen firsthand. Sometimes yeah. it's the little things that just have Set me spaz out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be me. Ready for the next? Yeah. It's your turn to read, right? Yes. Okay. What are you into that you haven't told me about? What am I into that I haven't told you about? I don't, I don't think there is anything. Because if there's something that I was into... That you, that I couldn't tell you, that I have not told you about yet, you know, I think you would have caught me by now, if that makes sense. Okay, what are you into that not most people know about then? How about that? I mean, a lot of people that don't know, I like to write scripts, I like to edit videos, I don't like being in front of the camera. 
like the whole editing process. Uh, you like Yu-Gi-Oh? I like <laughs> I liked Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. No, not liked. Liked Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh, I still play Pokemon Go. Uh, oh my god. I don't I don't I don't think there's something that this is another one I guess I'm gonna have to pass on, but it's not really passed because there's nothing that you know it's not like I have a secret porn addiction or something like that. You would have seen that by now. But uh there's nothing. What about you? What am I into that I haven't told you about? Porn. Yeah, I'm Definitely. sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I can't lie to you. Um, something I'm into that I haven't told you about. That's hard. Because I tell you everything. Yeah, there's nothing. I literally tell you everything. Like, I'm into onesies sometimes, and I love them, and you've bought me them, and you've seen them firsthand, and I'm into coloring, and you've, you know, there's the little things I'm into, like, you know about. Yeah, see, there's nothing. No, I mean, I tell you everything. I mean, especially with us living together, we would have seen it by now. Right. Um, Well, for the podcast, I guess, things that I'm into that I don't really broadcast out there, um, I like art, and... I know how to draw and whatnot, but I I haven't I don't do it very often. I have to be in the mood for it. Um, let's see. I love to dance. That that's something I love to do. I love music. I love different types of music. But there's nothing that you don't know about me. Like I've told you everything I'm into. Your turn to read. What's once again another typo? Uh no, that's the same question. Never mind. Um What's better than great sex? Food. Food? When I'm hungry, I get grouchy. Yes, that's correct. Sex wouldn't fix when I'm hung- when I'm grouchy. Wow, so I'm going to remember this. Listen, when I'm grouchy, okay, when I'm super hungry and grouchy, right? And you're like, let's do it. Guess what I'm going to say? I need to eat first. And you know that's facts. Even before I take medicine, what do I say? Yeah, and then you what know what? What do I say before I take medicine? You just complain. No. Before I take medicine, what is my excuse to not have to take the medicine? I don't feel good. No. What's the excuse I give you? When you're like, you're sick, you need medicine? I'm not sick. That's what you say. I'm not sick. No. I don't need medicine. I say, I need food in my stomach first. You say that sometimes. I say that a lot of the times. This morning, you try to give me a migraine. I need to eat something first. So, but you know what? After you eat, you know what you like to do? Hmm. You like to go to sleep. So it's a lose-lose for me. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Um, after I shower, I like to go to sleep. Yeah, and after you eat. You're like a baby. No, I don't. I ate this morning and I stayed wide awake. Mm-hmm. Because you just woke up. That's why. <laughs> um, the So one thing. Was it, uh, what's better than great sex? Hmm. I don't know what's better than great sex. I know what yours is. What? What's, what's mine? You really have nothing? Yeah, I don't have anything better than sex. What? What's better than sex? You're smiling at me. Because this is something like you get so excited for this. It's crazy. 
movies? No. Oh my gosh, babe. Do you know how good it feels to get in clean sheets? Oh, you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. When the sheets are fresh, clean sheets to lay in. Yeah, when the sheets are just washed and you're laying on the sheets for the first time, right after they get out the dryer, amazing. <laughs> See? <laughs> and you know what? I'm hitting you with a second one. When that wa- when you're in the shower and the water is really hot and it's hitting your back. It's better than great sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you were salty with me and my food. Yeah, but the water and the clean sheets, you're right. I forgot I forgot all about that. That's God, way better. I than know sex. you too well. Oh man. Okay, is it my turn to read? I should wash the sheets right now just to have clean. We just washed these bed sheets like two days ago. Okay. What small, seemingly insignificant thing did your parents or someone else say to you when you were a child that has stuck with you all this time? You know, it's crazy what I'm going to say. And it's really, like, not even a big thing. But my mom, as a kid, she told me Abraham Lincoln did not free the slaves. Uh, it was the next president. I forget his name, right? She said that, uh, and I've never looked this up. I've just, I've like, I've always remembered this, but I never looked it up to, like, confirm this or make sure it was correct. But something she's always told me is Lincoln didn't free the slaves. In fact, when he was standing over the slaves, like, oh, not slaves, but black people, he held a string or a piece of rope, some kind of, like, rope string or whatever, uh, above them and kind of, like, dangled it. And, you like, you know when you dangle yarn above a cat and it's reaching for it? Mm-hmm. And that's what he did in front of all the black people at the time. I don't know if that's true. Don't know if it's false. But that, that one thing has stuck with me my entire life. We should look into that. Yeah, we should. But um, other than that, it's never. I've. That's a weird thing to remember that stuck with you because it's not something that like can make me a better person, but right. it's something that stuck with me for some reason. Um, something that stuck with me as a child. Yeah, you suck with this podcasting I, when you just make it's just dead. And because it's it's hard. Like I went through so much as a child. It's <coughs> it's honestly really hard. Um. Okay. So it's not. So it's something that stuck with me, but it was unspoken. If that makes any sense. So my grandmother, you know, she's. A wonderful she woman. Had, she is. She only has two kids. Shout out to your grandmother. And one now is buried and died at a young age because of AIDS. Um, And not only did he have AIDS, but he had hepatitis C. And he was into drugs and he was into the street life and whatnot. And that kills my grandmother. My grandmother's religious. She's never done drugs. She's... um, No tattoos. No tattoos. She's She's... She's, I would say she's lived her life to the fullest, but she's always stood very grounded and knew, you know, what, like, she always had her head straight, if that makes any sense at all. And, um, after that, you know, her grandkids were all following into the same direction. I mean, they're all still alive and all healthy. 
but they've they've all done you know the excessive drinking or smoking or you know getting full of tattoos and whatnot and um my grandmother's just very old-fashioned and me seeing how it affects her in small ways I just it stuck with me and I made that promise I wouldn't get tatted I wouldn't get matter of fact I remember one time I had a mini rebel in me a red bull red rebel oh rebel Mm -hmm, in me and I went to Puerto Rico which was the last time I went to Puerto Rico and I got my second hole pierced on my ears which she was fine with but what she didn't know when I came back my hair was dyed cut and I came back with my belly button pierced and she was not happy about my belly button pierced and it's so funny I feel like it's God's way or my grandmother like doing her little weird stuff it's like she doesn't do no voodoo stuff but the the belly button ring rejected it started my sort of pushing outwards so where you're supposed to have like a decent sized chunk of skin in between the two balls of the ring like now it's like this really small piece of skin and you've seen it yeah I have um and I just feel like that was a sign, like, you know what, I should keep my word and, you know, do this for my grandmother. Another thing, though, that was said to me, and not that what that when I was a child, but during my toxic relationship. And this, you know, me, like me and you, when we get into, like, our... Little spats. Yeah, like, but not, it's not arguments. Like, That's we why just, I say a spat. Yeah, like, we just get into a little funk or whatever. Um... My ex used to say something to me and it used to, which is so silly and so stupid now that I like think about it when I'm not in, when we're not having our little funks. As he used to say, you know, that's why your family doesn't like you because you're such a horrible person and, you know, you're never going to be with anybody that that's going to actually love you because you're such a bad person. And it's so funny because I'm actually close to everybody in my family with the exception of my sister. I'm not that close with her, but it's like, you know, um, that really stuck with me, those words. And I don't know why it did or why it does. Because, you know, there's times, where, like I said, where you and I are, like, bumping heads. And I'm like, oh, because I'm such a horrible person. Yeah, I know what you but, mean. Um, that will get out my head. That is going to get out. I will fight that. Your turn to read. I just read. No, that was me. I read that. Are you sure? Yes. Do you not see the big paragraph? Because I remember I got scared of reading some words. Like, right. I'm so going to mess this up. What is the best or worst thing you inherited from your parents? Ooh, worst things I inherited from my parents. These eyebrows. Pubes on your forehead? Let me explain this. No, I caught that. You can't sit here and claim that. Well, the my, podcasters don't know who, who my, originally said it. Now they do. My eyebrow hairs are thick. Okay, guys. And, like, I'm not saying, like, they're just full eyebrow hairs. No. Like, if you touch it, they're, like, thick hairs. They they literally feel like pubes. Like, they're thick strands of hairs. And the funny thing is the hair on my head is super thin. So, it makes no sense at all. It feels like I've shaved my eyebrows, like, almost all my life. And they just grew back thick. And that never happened. I hate it. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I could just imagine with no eyebrows. <laughs> no. And that's what I was thinking about. My God. I hate it. Um, another bad thing I inherited from my parents. Well, actually from my mom is my attitude. I have a really bad attitude. Yeah. And a bad temper. Yeah, but even if you didn't have a bad attitude from your mother, you have Latina in you. 
and you would have got had an attitude regardless. That's facts. Because so my dad's more chill. Your dad is but more when chill. But when my dad gets like heated, like that's it. Like it's just red. So, but you would have gotten it regardless. Yeah. The best oh. things I inherited from them, cooking. Facts. <laughs> your turn. Um. So the worst thing I inherited was from my father, his introvertedness. Introvertedness. But you know what? You've Introvert. gotten better with that. No, and because it's something I've had to overcome. It's not something that I, I you know, I've, I'm, which is funny that I'm an introvert because I can't just go up to somebody and start a conversation that like, it drives me insane inside. You know, when you see a, a guy and you're like, man, he looks really cute and you get the butterflies in your stomach. I get the butterflies in my stomach just having to go talk to anybody. Really? Yeah. Well, it used to. So, but I'm still an introvert to a, to a point. But that's the worst thing I yeah, got. Yeah, I think you're a good mix between the two. Yeah. That's something that uh, I got from my, my dad. Uh, the best thing I got from my parents is... Man. I won't have a receding hairline. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> the best thing I got from my parents. I also think something you really got good um, at, from your father. My patience. That's also from your father. But, um, no, from your father is how you have the ability to teach yourself things. Oh, yeah. And I think that's awesome. Like, I can't do that. I can't just pick up something and teach myself. I need someone to show me how to do something. And you could you could look at something or watch a video or something and be like, you know what? I got this. I could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's awesome. Okie dokie. My turn to read? Yeah. What is the hardest lesson you've had to learn? Um, the hardest lesson that I had to learn is that, especially at, in the work world, you have to look out for yourself. You can't... Uh, expect you, people to have your back. Yes, you can't expect people to have your back. You can't find somebody and be like, you know what, Like, you're really good at your job. I'm really good at my job. You and I, we're going to work our way up together, you know. I'm not saying I'm going to ride your coattails and you're not going to ride my coattails. But with us being like working together really well, we can move up and take over kind of thing. And it's one for all. Exactly. And you have to realize that. And, and I still struggle with that some where I'm where I think, okay, you know, uh, I can have this person's back and they'll have my back at the end of the day. But you have to realize that at the end of the day, especially in the work world, Nobody's going to have your back ever. And that's something that I still struggle with. And that's probably one of the hardest lessons that I've yet to learn. What about you? Um, the hardest lesson I've had to learn. Is not to pull people out of work with by their hair? No, because I still want to do that every day. Um, that it's okay to start over again. You want to explain that one? What's that noise? That's thunder. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the hardest lesson I have to learn was it's okay to start over again. Um, and this happened two times in my life already. Uh, when my mom and dad were together and they broke up, you know, we had to start from scratch all over again. We were living with my grandmother. I was sleeping on the floor. You know, you guys know that whole story. And then, um, of course, you know, I get married, I have a big house and, you know, 
attempting to start a, I guess, family or whatever. You know, and I left all that behind and here I am starting all over. Um, And it's okay to start all over because honestly, I was the happiest sleeping on my grandmother's floor when my happiest should have been when my mom and dad were together and we had amazing Christmases. But that, that wasn't my happiness. Um, my happiness is, you know, living with you and trying to grow with you. And it wasn't living in a big house with a guy I'm supposed to call my husband who, you know, treats me horrible. So I've learned that it's okay to start over and try to rebuild. And I think that's the hardest lesson because you have to let go of everything sometimes to rebuild. And everyone. Yep. Facts. That's 100% fact check. You can uh, ask Trump to fact check oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, who's next? My turn or your turn? Your turn. Um, what? Which one was it? Hold on. My, okay. What's the most disheartening and heartening realization you have yet have to come to? Can you explain that? The most disheartening and heartening realization. I feel like that's the same thing that we just said. So I'm just going to skip that one to the next one. Okay. What is something you wish you could say to people but can't? Um, is it to people or just one person? Just one person, I guess. I'm going to pick the kangaroo, aren't you? Yeah, I do Because you hate that woman. I do. I can't stand. Okay, guys, let me just tell you. So I go to Backstory. work. Backstory. Yes, story time. So I used to work at the job that I work at now and I left there and when I moved back to Illinois I went back to work there and there was new faces new people and whatnot and there's this girl that since I came back she wasn't there let's when not I... even say girl let's say woman because she is she, a woman she's old enough to be a woman right well no she's she's old enough to potentially be my mother that's she what I'm saying kids. she's a woman she's not yeah. a, she, when you say girl when you say girl I automatically think like late teenager okay, or 20 so she's in her anyway. 40s um, since she wasn't there when I was first there, and the first time I worked there, I had great relationships with everybody. I didn't have except me. except you, but I mean, even then, so like, even, At the end of even it, you when and I, were I cool. didn't like you and you didn't like me, if we had to work together, we we would. We worked we well could, together too, you know. But this girl, like, ev- or this woman thing, ever since I came back there, which she didn't know me beforehand, she doesn't like me. She gives me the cross-eyed eye and whatnot. Like, the woman doesn't like me for what? I don't know. I never disrespected her. I never tried to yank her out by her hair and beat her up, though I wanted to when she tried when she tried me one day. <laughs> but she just doesn't like me. And I wish I could just look at her and say, let's go outside and scrap this out. But, but I can't. I got to be the bigger person, go to work, make my money, and go. <laughs> Yeah, so you know what the issue is? I personally think she's crazy. Yes, she is crazy. So, oh my god, listen to this thunder! I wonder if our podcast listeners can hear this. Anyway, so let's uh, should I put info out like that? Yeah, who cares? No, 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 I Uh, wouldn't if I were you. All right, I won't put her info out because you're you're in a managerial man man managerial position yes let's yeah. let's okay let's let's not lose we jobs digress. today <laughs> let's uh let's, let's back not to lose podcast. jobs today um something i wish i could say oh so what do you want to say to her 
I told I told you. What? Let's go outside and scrap this out. Oh, you just want to fight her. That's not really saying anything. You just want to. No, I look at her and say, let's go outside and scrap this out. Um, something I wish I could say to people, but I can't. Man, a lot of people at work, I just want them to fuck off. <laughs> not going to say who. So I, you're right. I do need my job. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people at the end of the day, I just want to tell them to fuck off. Man, it's bad that both of ours. Like, Obviously, we need to leave our job. Yeah. Okay. My turn to read? Yes. What have you struggled with your entire life? I feel like I've answered this one too. Your health. That's easy. Yeah, but wasn't that earlier where I talked about my anxiety? Oh, it was, what, was, what are you battling with that you don't tell anyone about? That's like the same thing. Okay, but what have you struggled with your entire life? Anxiety, just my health. Else, just okay, my health. I'll go with my health like you said. Um, from an early age, I had asthma. I still have asthma. I have horrible allergies. That's I facts. mentioned earlier staph infection. I've cut my eyebrow open. I've broken 21 bones, tore both hamstrings. I've uh, strained both my ACLs, my Wait, MCLs. Wait, and I want to have kids with you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've had an eye transplant. I'm only 27. Uh, a cornea transplant, not an eye transplant, but a cornea transplant. So, uh, my health. Let's go with that. Okay. I struggle with my entire life. So, um, since I was little. How little? Um, maybe like eight or nine when people start saying, oh, you're really pretty. Oh, you're a really pretty girl. You're going to grow up to be really pretty. I always struggled with, I'm not pretty. Like, there's days where I'd, you know, feel like, you know what? I actually look pretty today. I look good. You know, I clean myself up pretty well. And there's days where I'm like, God, I'm ugly. And it's so funny because I remember one day I was sitting on my grandmother's bed. And across from her bed, she had her, like, uh, mirror thing. Yeah, her, like, mirror and dresser and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And I told my dad, I said, Dad, you know, and, you know, I, I would vent to my dad and talk to my dad. I'm like, Dad. You know, sometimes I wake up and I get dressed and whatnot. And there's days where I'm like, you know, I'm really pretty. But then there's other days where I feel like I'm ugly and I don't, I don't, I don't. Are you telling the whole story? Yes. Okay. And I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm really having this heart to heart moment. Like I'm, I'm trying to vent out to him that I have this struggle with my health, which I still have. Cause there's days where I'll tell you, I feel that way. And my dad, I love my dad. He's the best. He sits down and he goes, well, you know what? I know exactly what you mean. Some days, you know, I look in the mirror and I feel ugly. And then the very next day I look in the mirror and I'm still ugly. And I just sort of laugh. Like, how do you not laugh at that? Um, But I even, I still go through that till this day. <coughs> you know, there's days where I'll tell you, um, I don't feel like I'm attractive or that I'm pretty. And you'll try to reassure me. And there's days where I'm like, you know what? I look good. Check me out. And I'm spinning and twirling all around in front of you and whatnot. Your turn to read, I think. I feel like I read the last one, but all right. What would be the coolest hobby to have? Hmm. I don't... Okay. I would be, which is so weird, but I would be a DJ. What would be your DJ name? 
Hope your DJ name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know what my DJ name would be, honestly. I don't know. Okay. I really don't know what my DJ name would be. Hey, podcast listeners, pick my DJ name for me. Oh, yes. Leave it in the comments. On our Instagram. Oh, we guys, guys, we have an Instagram for the podcast, too. We'll let you know what that is um, before we, like, log out. But... No, I would be a DJ. The reason why I would make that my hobby is because first, I love music. I love different types of music. I've been addicted to Queen lately. We're in a Queen shirt right now. That's a podcast in itself. Yes. Um, But I would be a DJ. I love music. I love to dance. I love... I just love music. Yeah, I could see you being a DJ. Really? Yeah. Um, The coolest hobby to have I feel like I already that you know that you don't have. Oh, that I don't have. Yes. What would you? What would you want your? Would you wish you could sing? Would you wish you could draw? Would you wish you? Man, I feel like my hobby is the coolest now. But okay, well, now what's that, what's the one that you have now? And then try to pick one. Editing videos, making videos. I I love that the process of it. But, okay, now pick something because you already know yes, how to do that. Yeah, but something that I wish I could do. I I can't pick DJing now because now I'm a copycat. But, I mean, if you want to, like, just explain why or, like, what would make you want to be a DJ. Like, that's fine if you would pick DJ also. No, I'm not going to pick DJ. I'm going to pick something completely. Okay, but you did mention DJ. Why yeah. would you want DJ, though? Because it's- being a DJ is awesome. Like, picking a, so- a song and having it, like, connected to the next song, having the ear for that, I think is cool. But uh, it's going to be really lame, but I would like to design buildings. Like, to be an architect, architecture, mm-hmm. be into architecture. I took classes for that for two, uh, two weeks. Somebody who could, like, design the building. Because I wouldn't want to design just a plain old Jane building. I would look at this. I'd want something kind of out there. Different. I'd, yeah, I'd want something where, you know, three kinda years. Kind of like that one New York building that's, like, closed at an angle, a triangle. Yeah, because it's part of the street. Because mm-hmm. the street has a fork in the road. But something like, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say, like, that's even, like, basic for what I would want to do. I'd want to do something where, like, there's a circle in the middle of the building or like like the middle middle part of the building is a circle and it's all glass or something crazy, ridiculous like that. I'm sure there's something like that. I'm sure there is, but I haven't seen it. And that's what I would like to create. Got it. If you received a salary to follow whatever passion you wanted to, what would you do? I already know what you're going to say. I'd be a videographer, yeah, like I a professional it. videographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a freelancer, but where I work with a company and they'd hire me to go do videos from here and I... And it'd be amazing because I could travel with it. But a videographer, what about you? Don't judge me. Because this is when I was even little. You know like those dancers? Choreographers? Yeah. That. You want to be a choreographer? I used to love dancing. I mean, I still love dancing. But I used to want to be like... One of those dancers, not like, like a, a backup dancer. dancer. Yes, I don't you, know. Why. So you, but I wouldn't want to be the backup dancer. I would want to be the one that make, be the teacher and like makes the move. Like so, yeah. I'm teaching like, J Lo's people how to dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. That like something like that. Like that would be. I lo- I just love music. Okay. Um, what was this? Is so this is two questions. So I'll read the first one and then we'll answer it and then we can read the second one and answer that one. Okay. What, what was the most productive time in your life? The most productive time. Um, 
That's hard. I don't know. You want me to go first? What do you think? Yeah. So the most most productive time in my life, I would say, is right now for me. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say I have growing up. Uh huh. Is it because you're growing up? It is. I don't want to say I have everything together, but I'm. I have been moving up at work. I have interest outside of work. You know, making videos and this podcasting, and uh, I've read books recently. So. And you don't read. And I don't read. So I, I'd say. And the, you've also been learning how to branch off. Meaning. From your parents. Yes. And I'm becoming more independent. Yes. Uh, so the last three years maybe have been the most productive of my life. Not including when I learned to speak, talk, and walk. Thanks to me. Yes. Absolutely. Some, on some of it. Not all of it. So what's the most productive time of your life? Um, honestly, as sad as is it to say, to be completely honest, I would say when I was married, which sucked, but I would say because there was a lot I had to do. There was literally a lot I had to do. I had to clean. You know, there was times where he wouldn't cut the grass. So guess who was cutting the grass? Me. The little Mexican outside cutting that grass? Mm-hmm. Me. AOSC. <laughs> Um, you know, I had to work, clean, cut grass, take out the trash. You know, I'm there was times where he would do things, but majority of the time, if it wasn't done, like you know how I am. If yeah, I'm I like, do. babe, the the trash is full, and you don't take it out that day, and the next day comes around and it's still full, I'm not gonna even ask you again. I'm just gonna do it myself, and that's pretty much how it was. Like I'd say, hey, the grass needs cut. Yeah, I'll do it this weekend, and it'd be on a Monday. I'm like, wow, this weekend, that's a whole week away. I'm doing it tomorrow. And that's what would happen. Um, But it really wore me out. Like, I wouldn't... I like the way we are, because I feel like we're very teamwork-like. You know, like, I don't... I, I don't feel like everything's on you or everything's on me. But I would say that was the most productive time. But it was a negative productive. What's the least productive time of your life? Um... Let me go first again. Yes. So the most the the least productive time of my life was the five years before the most productive years of my life. I was at the same job, but I was just coasting. I wasn't thinking about progressing. I wasn't doing things outside of. I was doing things outside of work, but it mostly entailed playing Xbox all night every night. I I went to the gym, but that was before I had staff. So I stopped when I I got staff. It started to burn when I went to the gym because I sweat. And so I stopped going to the gym. I got a little chubby. Uh, that was probably the least productive of my life. Um, I think the least productive of my life, which I hated, and it made me depressed, and you were part of my life then, is when after I left and I moved with my mother for a little bit, I didn't have a job right away, and I was bored out of my mind and you told me you need a routine you're used to having a routine you're used to doing something you're not used to just sitting around doing nothing you need to find something to do and get a routine that was the most non-productive time in my life and i hated every bit of it yeah is it my turn to read yeah it is your turn to read what made you realize that your parents were just humans like everyone else you know it's funny because I was one of the kids who never looked at my parents like superheroes. I never, you know, 
I never thought, man, my dad's saving the world or something, or my mom's fighting crime. I don't know. Uh, I actually, <coughs> excuse me. I actually, I didn't think about any of that. I, I had my action figures, my toys, and I watched Batman growing up, and Batman was my superhero. I never had, I never thought my parents were superheroes or anything like that. I know a lot of kids do, but I never, I've always known my parents were just people. Um, is that depressing? No, because I'm I'm pretty much the same way. Um, now I felt like my dad was amazing, and my dad is amazing. You know, who am I? Getting? My dad is amazing, but um, my mom. Hey, you know, I've, you know I've, who I've, else has an amazing dad? Who? Blake. Shout out That's to Blake facts. and his dad. And his dad. Now he gotta listen. Blake, get your dad to listen. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, you know, I've I've always looked up to my mom because she says how she feels, and if there's a problem, she makes it known. And my dad, you know, for how humble and how he's he's just a gentle man. But I never looked at them as like, wow, like they're. I don't. I. That's a hard question because it's. And it's the same as you. Like I've I've never really thought about them having superpowers or being I don't know, being able to fight crime or whatever the case is. But I still like I still look up to them and with some things that they do. My turn to read or your turn? And I believe it's your turn. Um if you received a salary to follow whatever passion you wanted to follow, what would you do? Nope, I've already read that one. Yeah, you I don't know what you're doing. What made you realize nope. What questions should partners ask? Oh my god, this is when you know he's not paying attention. I am paying attention. I am paying attention. What questions should should partners ask each other before getting married? Are you paying attention to me? Do you want me to answer that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was answering the question, trying to be a smartass because of everything that just happened right now. Okay. Um... So you've never been married, but I have. So something I would ask before getting married is, are you sure you want this? Because it's very easy to get married, but very hard to get divorced. Like, are you sure you're ready for this big step? That's, That's a that, great question. That would be my question. My question is going to go completely in the opposite direction. Does your family have a great hairline? Because I don't want my kids to have receding hairlines by the time they're 23. Well, you see my dad. My dad still got a whole bunch of hair on his head, so. Yeah, no, I know that. That that would be my question. I'd want to meet your family so I could see. That's odd. No, I, you know, because, look, I my family comes. You're getting that from your mama. No, I know it's not. Yeah, huh, because your mom says the same thing. She did, but I, I, I take pride in never knowing I won't have to have a receding hairline. I won't have to be bald. Bald is beautiful, and I've been bald before for our bald listeners. But I like being, I like having hair sometimes. That's all, because you used to hate it. Yes, I like it now, and we digress. Let's keep going. What toy played the biggest part in your childhood? Um, It's too hard to pick a toy. Okay, pick two. I'm going to just pick a generic action figures. When I was from, pick a legit toy. No, but I don't have, have one legit toy. But I know, because I was spoiled as a child, and I got action figures all the time. And I would always play with action. I played with action figures till I was like thirteen. So I loved playing with action figures. They played a huge part in my childhood, with my imagination and 
doing different things. Um, I didn't start playing Xbox until I was like 14, 15. So action figures played the biggest part in my childhood. Mine would be, I mean, it's not the biggest part, but I just remember I wanted it so bad when it came out. Like, I really wanted it. And when I got it, I remember I was so excited. I don't know if you remember this or know what it was. It was a My Size Angel Barbie. That was what it was called. I think I remember seeing that on TV. And it was literally, like, a Barbie the size of a child. Like, it was probably, like, it probably go up to my chest now. Yeah, it was probably, like, three or four feet. And I loved it so much. Like, I would do its hair. I would change it up. I would put it in my clothes. Remember one time Alex... You really, put, you really dressed it up in your clothing? Yeah, because it was big enough. That's weird. And then it was funny because one day my brother, my little brother, um, was falling down the steps. But the way my steps was is, you know, it was steps. And then after that, like, once you got halfway up the steps, it was wall. And all we saw was two straight legs going down. And I immediately thought... Alex threw my My Size Angel Barbie down. Well, after me and my mom are sitting on the couch still watching like to see what was falling, it was indeed Alex and not my My Size Angel Barbie. <laughs> and the sad thing is, is me and my mom just sat there and laughed the whole time he was falling. Poor Alex. I know. Okay, your turn. We're almost done this thing. I think we should skip and this just be the last question. This is a really good question to end it out on. Go ahead. What do I do that makes you the happiest? You do a couple of things that make me happy. Um, I love when you pick me up. That makes me super happy. And you know that. Sometimes I'll just run to you just so you could pick me up. I yeah, love facts. when you pick me up. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm so little and you're so much bigger than me. I'm not even that much larger than you. But you are. You like, make it sound like I'm this ginormous okay. person. I'm, I'm, you're 5'2". Two. Two, I'm 5'7". But mind you, when my previous relationships were like 5'5", five, five, like you're, to me, you're huge. So... You know, you picking me up or whatever, like, I love that. Makes me happy. When you twirl me randomly. Like, he does this thing, guys, which hasn't happened in a little bit. Because every time I try to twirl you, yeah, you I don't go to, with me. But, like, he would walk. She's yawning. One second, people. Bye, bad guys. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. We'd be walking, like, through the mall or something. He just randomly twirled me. Like, it's just the cutest thing ever. So lame. But cute. And then, just holding me. I liked to be hold. Oh, no. Happiest. This is the happiest. This is the all-time happiest. Want to share my fries with you? Actually, I got two happiest. Is that one of uh, them? No. Oh, okay. Okay. My favorite is, favorite is, favorite is, favorite thing, and I hate I hate it because you can't fall asleep this way, but low-key neither can I, is when you're laying on your back and I, like, have my whole body on top of you. And I, I like, cuddle up, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, It's hard to explain how I so lay. So I'll lay, I'll lay on my back, like, flat out. Looking up at the ceiling, and she'll lay on me, kind of. Uh, but my legs aren't down her, like, her, with yours. No, her legs are like. So this is a bad example. Oh God, I'm scared of what you're but gonna say. The, the, <laughs> the sex position cowgirl, where she has her legs kind of like that, and she's just laying down on me instead. Because. But my head's on your chest. Yeah, your head is on my chest instead of instead of riding me. Oh, you're just laying down. Okay, I see. Oh my God. It's a bad it's a bad way to explain it, it but it's an easy way to explain it. I just I, I like being in your arms. And then my other favorite is favorite is favorite thing, which is weird. Not weird, but you do this like little kiss attack thing where you like kiss really, 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 really fast on my cheek or my forehead or whatever. Love it. 
Okay, those those are my happiness. Those are your happiness. Yeah, I I just have. That was like many. five. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obviously, you make me really happy if I have like five. But you, I probably only have one. I probably got none. And this concludes the podcast. <gasps> no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my god, that breaks my heart. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what if the podcast actually did end there? Where you know, I would be so sad. I you just know cut what? it, and I don't like answer it. That would be the end of this podcast. You know. You, you know, know why? You know, everybody would get a, like a kick out of that. No. No. Oh man, that'd be great. So I hate you. But, uh, do I do anything that makes you happy? Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, one thing that I love, I'm gonna give you a couple things. I'm just that's how I started off. The first thing is when I'm having like a really bad allergy day, or I'm sick. You legit spoil me. You're like, you know, just lay there, rest, take your time. You know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. You know, you you spoil me when I'm sick. You know. But I guess that's something that everybody should do. <laughs> but yeah, but not but, everybody does. Like for yeah, example, like I've never had that we, done. We I had, love it. We had all this laundry that needed to be put away, and you were like really sick, and you were gonna, you know, help me fold. And I wasn't even really sick. It's just bad out, like just sneezing, sniffling, achoo, constantly. And I hate to see him like that. So I just told him, I said, you know what, lay down in the bed, and I'll put the clothes away. And he laid down. I covered him with the blanket. And he legit fell asleep for that little bit of time that I was putting everything away. I got everything ready for showers and whatnot. Woke him up and was like, come on, let's attempt to shower. But I'm very like, like I'm, I've always been like that. Like, not just with you. Like, I just have a caring heart. Like, if Blake was here visiting and he got really sick, I'd be like, okay, Blake, what can I do to make you feel better? You know, like, do you need something? Like, let's get you medicine. I'll run to, to a Walmart or the dollar store real quick. I'll get you some medicine. Do you want to make you some soup? And I'm like that with people that, you know, like my dad, my nephews, my niece, stuff like that. So Blake's the only person outside the family that you would do that for? No, like if I have really good friends or something. Oh, okay. I just said Blake because like. Shout out to I Blake. Know, I know that's like someone you're really close to. And I know that's someone you really care about. And I love Blake. Like he's a really good person. I don't know. Like I've only hung <laughs> out with him, what, twice? Not even a whole twice. Like he's just. I, I think I love him because of the way he loves you. And the relationship you two have. You guys have such a great relationship. So if he was, if we lived close by him and he got sick, I'd be like, Blake, do you need any help? Do you want to make some soup? Blake's listening to this right now. I'm blushing. That's weird. <sighs> no, it's just, he's he's a great person. I do the same thing for Cheesy. And I don't even know why because I haven't met the kid yet. But he's so, for some reason, <laughs> won my heart over too. Cheesy will probably listen to this in a month. Uh, <laughs> if he ever listens to it at all. Okay, um, next. Sorry. Another thing that I... Oh, man, I love your cooking. Oh. That makes you the happiest, my cooking? Oh, you have no idea. Because So this is this is what I love about when she cooks. Babe, what do you want to eat? Babe, what do you want to eat? You want to eat this? You want to eat that? You know what? We'll cook this, and I'll cook you a steak on the side. You remember that time? Oh. I don't get what you love about it, though. Because I ask what you want to eat? No, it's because you cook. You just, the cooking in general. Why'd you just swallow? Because <laughs> my mouth watering. <laughs> and I think, low-key, I think what you like about me and cooking is when I cook. You I throw usually, down. No, I usually cook a lot. Like, look at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was just you and I, and look at how much food I cooked for just you and I. Yeah, I know. So I, you just like the way I baby you and the cooking? Yes. You sound like a big baby. Is there anything that I do to you, like, that you love? I love when we make our promises and you don't tickle me. Yeah, this is really depressing. 
Um, okay. okay, on a serious note, though, I do like how you've, you've helped me change my life and make me a better person. Where, uh, so for, no, no, don't, don't smile and give me like this smirk, like, wow, this is really generic and corny. But you've made me a better person where you've made me, you've opened my eyes and made me mature in different ways that I didn't know I could have. For example, at work, I wasn't moving up. I was just kind of coasting. And you're, you know, you've been there for so many years. Why aren't you doing this? You should push better. You make me want to better myself, not just for me, but for you, for our future. You make me want to push harder. That's something that I really do love about you. I feel like you don't really like that either. No, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Because what do I do that makes you the happiest? I like when you cook. I like when you pamper me. Yeah. You So you don't like being pampered? Yeah, but I didn't be pampered. I just like being in your arms and your kisses. Yeah. And you know what? And carrying you. And guess what you like? Food. Yeah. And you know what, what else you like food? You know what else you like? You like food more than sex. That's facts. Yeah. When I'm hungry, and it depends on what food and whose food. Nope, nope. Now you're putting a little asterisk next to it. You no, can't go like back and you, change it. No, because if it's McDonald's, like, who wants McDonald's? Don't you dare People say People who it. love McDonald's? No, I thought you were going to say something else. Okay, guys. Well, that concludes conversation starters for relationships or something some of the things i would say were things we've never really discussed yeah we some of them some of them are things that we've discussed yeah. like every podcast that's Pod, sarcasm yeah, that's, yeah i guess so well guys oh we gotta let them know what our uh instagram oh, the is. instagram uh, uh so what we do is we post uh every sunday when we post a podcast we post a picture trying to follow the um podcast like what it's about but it's no underscore secrets underscore pod, P-O-D. And it has the same picture. You could follow us there. And you'll have a picture with each episode and what the episode's about. So there you can... And the picture kind of describes the episode. Yes. And there you can comment and say whatever you want to say. Just go follow us, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. We'll be back next Sunday. Yes. No secrets. <laughs>